Hey, everybody, this is Stormy Lee, a.k.a. Queen of the Southeast, a.k.a. one half of the Bonnie and Clyde of Professional Wrestling, and you are listening to Oversell Podcast. It is episode 64, and we are back talking all things professional wrestling. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again. This is the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Dan. I believe I am still Mike. And we are here to talk so much professional wrestling. We're We've got a lot back, to talk man. about. This is the Kevin Owens Appreciation you know? Show. <laughs> As George said in our chat room, which you can always join at www.mixlermixlr.com slash Oversell Podcast. Yeah, it's, it's getting so long between episodes now, you know, it's like, wow. We ought to make this a regular thing, you know. Yeah, we yeah, ought to try making hopefully. this a weekly thing now. This yeah. is so much fun. Did you did you hear about this thing, the NWO? Yeah. yeah I mean, I think they came around since last time we talked. Yeah. Yep. They've come and gone. Oh. <laughs> did you hear about this thing they did one time where the Ultimate Warrior got like hypnotized or brainwashed or something by Papa Shango and started was like and throwing green up green goo yeah. or something? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I missed right? that. Was that on Monday Night Raw? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was on. That was on velocity. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> wow, velocity reference. We're reaching way what back was, for that one. What, what, was, was there, what was it? A Sunday night heat. Sunday night heat. Sunday, Sunday night, night heat. heat velocity. Now a Sunday night heat and then main they, event. They, they superstars. Did, um, they used to do those from the uh, WWE, the World, right before pay per view. Yeah. The restaurant <laughs> that I'm sure the food was fine quality. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a hard rock cafe now. I went looking for it in Times Square when I was up there. <laughs> it's a hard rock cafe now. Well, we've got so much rest of the talk. Before we get there, we can go ahead and knock out some housekeeping. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com, slash Oversell Podcast, www.oversellpodcast.com, and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. They are our main sponsor for this show. It's easy, folks. You click the link, go in, shop like you're going to shop on Amazon. Anything you buy. There's no kickback. There's no hidden fees. There's no kickbacks. Anything like that. It's just you helping out this podcast, and we get a little compensation for anything sold through our Amazon link. So be sure you check that out at oversellpodcast.com. Also, follow me on Twitter. I am at D E R I C K O V E R S E L L. I am at One Dangerous Dan, all spelled out. I'm also on Facebook. That Dangerous Dan Matthews. Yeah, that yeah, too. You too. And I am at Wolf Mike 23. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally. So we have so much wrestling to talk, um, and we'll we'll go in. Let's start local. Uh, Dan, recently we mm-hmm. had you uh, got to attend. You're the OMC MC for I'm the night. The OMC, 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 MC. Dude, it's been so long since I've talked into a oh, microphone. We, oh, we, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, you got to witness the De- Wildfire Wrestling Women's Wrestling Tournament. Yes, what are some highlights I from did. that show? Um, I got to see a lot of girls that I had never seen before, um, which was a great benefit to me. Um, I got bet. to see, uh, you know, I got to see and greet and talk to a lot of girls backstage too, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, of course, Mickey James was there. She was real cool to everybody. Um, Rebel from TNA, uh, former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. You know, mm-hmm. she's she was real cool to everybody. Um, 
got to see some got to see an old friend in Claudia Solis. Uh, last time I saw her was at the TCW show here uh, we had at the Cook Convention Center. Um, and you know, got to got to meet a lot of new faces. You know, uh, it was pretty cool. Thunder Rosa from Lucha Underground, she was there. Nice. Um, nice. Let's see. Uh, trying to think of who else. Uh, Taylor Hendricks. Taylor Hendricks from, from Ring of, of Honor. Honor. Yes. Mean, that's that's a and big I, name I for a tournament like this. Became such a fan of this young lady named Solo Darling, and. I can't even really describe to you without sounding perverted <laughs> her gimmick. Um, basically, she's like she calls herself the sugar, the sugar creature, and she's announced from the enchanted forest and uh, solo darling, you know. And uh, yeah, she's uh, she she has been a part of Ring of Honor. Um, I don't know if she still is or not, but uh, I've I've started looking up videos of her. Um, and you know the gimmick is basically that she's got she's kind of a cat anime type creature i guess you call her <laughs> she's got a tail and everything and uh that's what i'm seeing yeah <laughs> thank you google yes <laughs> and she's about 4 foot nothing i mean she's a short little dude and you know she's so cool though um her gimmick she came out and her the match that to get her qualified into the battle royal at the end of the night for the women's title was her versus Devin Nicole and of course Raphael King was out right. on uh, ringside and everything and <clears throat> the her solo's gimmick is that she's a sugar creature she just loves sugar she's you know carrying candy or whatnot around and she I, I watched a ring of honor match that she had she she carried out a giant tootsie pop that looked like it was the size of her head <laughs> um you know and that was her gimmick she's she's like you know real into sugar and everything and she's got the little cat ears and the cat tail and everything and you know every time somebody would grab the tail she's selling it you know mm-hmm. and, which is hilarious to me you know because you know not too many people do that kind of stuff you know you know you're into your character you do it you know, uh, but you know, I, she, uh, she basically got her, she brings this little coffee mug kind of thing out and it's got like one of those, uh, old, uh, icy tops to it that is kind of in the form right. of like what, what the icy looks like yeah. when it's on top, you know, and there's a straw in it and everything. And she's drinking it at the front of the match and she's just, you know, shaking all over when she drinks it and everything. It's, Almost like a Mario power up, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and you know, I did, I got, I, I, I laughed. I was entertained through this, through the whole match and everything. Devin Nicole ended up like stealing her drink from the corner and like basically, you know, made her sit in the ring and lay down and everything and try to get, tried to pin her. And, you know, of course she small packaged her and everything. And the, you know, they did a whole deal out of it, you know, um, but you know, I it made me a fan of Solo Darling because she was so into her character. You know, and she made other people buy into her character because she believed what she was doing. She, you know, she wasn't right. half-assing it. So, I love the character Solo Darling. I love her for pulling it off the way she does, and I'm a huge fan now. Um, but yeah, we had Taylor Hendricks from Ring of Honor. We had um, Thunder Rosa from Lucha Underground. We had Rebel from TNA. We had Mickey James. We had uh, <clears throat> uh, Jordan, oh God, I forgot her name. Um, Nikki Knight was there. Uh, Maria Manic was there. Um, 
just a, you know, but it was it was a, it was a stacked card. It really was. Yeah, you know, there was a like lot it. of girls that I didn't that I never heard of before, and it was my first time seeing them, and I was impressed. I was impressed with everybody that I saw. It really wasn't. <laughs> There really wasn't a bad match on the whole card. There really wasn't. Now, t- Kevin Lawler, through social media, was teasing an anonymous entry. Who was the anonymous entry? That was Precious. No. Oh, <laughs> and Precious won the title at the end of the night, oh, of course. Awesome. So, um, you know, and, and that's it, all I got to say about that. <laughs> a la Hervina. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Sant- Santina so. Morella. Remember Santina? Yeah, Santina. <laughs> yeah. And I did see a tease on Kevin's uh, Facebook page that he does have a design for the Wildfire men's title now. So that might be a upcoming event. He hasn't scheduled the next event yet. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, that might be an upcoming event. That might be the next event that he schedules. Is so a, th- they don't have a world title? Or they do or not have a men's they, title they, at oh, all. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, but I saw a picture on Kevin's Facebook page today of what the men's title is going to look like, possibly, and uh, he, he was just kind of putting it out there, seeing you know feelers for it, and looks impressive to me. You know, cool. I did, did a good job with the wild with the women's title. Um, there's kind of it comes to a point down at the bottom that I can see like over time that little point down at the bottom is going to get damaged. <laughs> so, I mean, they may wind up rounding that point off a little bit, you know, but the, point's in, the point is in the leather. It's not in the metal, right. you know. It's right. not like the metal comes to a point there. It's just kind of like you can round that edge off. But that was all I really saw that, uh, you know, did a good job designing a title. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the, what the men's title is going to look like. Very so, cool. but yeah, good, good, great night of action. You know, um, I really, like I said, there wasn't a bad match on the card. Really, you know, everybody really, you know, did a good job putting the event over and everything, and it was good. Yeah, it's, uh, it sounded like it was a lot of fun. Wish I could have been there, but I was, you know, doing this whole in the hospital thing. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, staying local. I don't know if you guys got to watch it, but friend of the show who's been on here a couple or has been on here, and we're work, I'm working on getting him back on because I got he has a fun plan of something he wants to do with us. Um, but Austin Lane, Austin Lane got to wrestle one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yes, he got to wrestle Ricochet, and one I of think, the best unsigned talents right yeah, now. Yeah. Well, you know he's he, I know he's got a Lucha Underground contract probably, but he uh, does, and he does a lot of work in New Japan New pro Japan, wrestling. Yeah. Him, you know who his tag team partner is over there. No, Matt Seidel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you remember <laughs> them who, two together, man. Uh, but Austin, uh, we were talking about some stuff in that match, and Austin, there was a crazy front flip into a code breaker. Yes, yes, uh, I saw that. I saw this. You know, it looked like a high jump flip into the outside on top of Austin. I mean, the action is. It it wouldn't. I don't even think it was a four fifty. It was like an extra flip after a four fifty. He does a six thirty. <laughs> like a six thirty. Okay, yeah. he did a six thirty, and Austin just dropped dropped down to his back and put his knees up in the air, and land, they landed in a code breaker. And I was like, damn. damn. We, we, I've got the link. We will tweet that out. Yes. But you've got to watch this match, and 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 congratulations to Austin Lane because yeah, that was a hell of a match. The, it, to get to work with somebody like Ricochet, who's worked all over the country, all over the world, all over the world, he's a, yeah. he's a, he he got to work with a guy that's competed in the IWGP Super Junior Tournament. Mm-hmm. He's gotten to compete against a guy that has been an IJ, IWGP Junior Tag Team Champion. You know, he's working with Matt Seidel, and he's mm-hmm. all over the world. And and Austin comes in, they tear the house down in this match. And I think it was in Missouri or something like that, but. 
you know, congratulations. Austin is an awesome guy. Yep. Very nice. You know, he, uh, when we had some troubles with the baby, he, you know, he called me and talked to me for a few minutes and, you know, he's really, he, Austin's just a good dude. He'll, mm-hmm. I call him a friend. I don't know if he calls me a friend. I call him a friend. Yeah. He's a friend to everybody. Yeah. But that, you know, con- just getting to work with freaking Ricochet. Yeah. The, you can cross that off your bucket list. Prince, <laughs> I mean, Prince Puma, one of the he is one of the major stars of Lucha Underground. Yep. So that's great. Did you guys get to watch NXT Takeover Brooklyn well, too? Let's stay local for a second. Oh, what else we got, got? Mid South Coliseum news too. Yes. Yes, we do. Wiseacre yeah. Brewing Company is putting is trying to get a lease on no, the Mid South Coliseum. They've got it. Yeah. Council, okay. City Council approved it. So was. they've they've got it. Gonna now what are they going to do with it? Are they going to change the whole thing into a brewery? Or are they going to? I think they're going to do like a big tap room, mm-hmm. and then they'll probably have shops or stuff. I heard they're like little sublets mm-hmm. that they were going to rent out. And that'd be cool, to like to you know have a little pro wrestling store. Yeah, and stuff like that. Speaking probably a la Minglewood Hall, maybe you know, like you got several shops in Minglewood Hall, maybe right. something like that, but only on a bigger scale. Like I'm, I'm yeah. guessing, maybe plus yeah. plus a chance and like just to, that place is going to be nuts, like around Tiger games. Yeah, whenever they get it done. You know, it's right there next to Liberty Bowl for, yep. for Tiger football games. So before and after that, I mean, it, it, it's. I think when these they had some investors come through and they were looking at everything. What they, you know, um, Dustin Five Star and Kevin Cerrito asked, "Well, what do you see?" And the guy said, "Nothing but money." Yep. Mm-hmm. So and it's good. And the Mid South Coliseum is not going away. If they would have tore that down, I would have cried. Yeah. Because uh, there's many a Monday night I spent. Well, the th- there's so much Coliseum. history in the place. Even when you don't bring up wrestling. The Beatles played there. Elvis, Elvis played there. Yep. There's so mm-hmm. many people that played there over the years. I mean, to tear something like that down just seems like a tragedy. So, but I'm happy, you know, something's being done with it. Right. You know, even if it's not wrestling, something's being done with it. Which <laughs> I can't see them not putting an event, you know, venue inside of that place, right, in the dead center of it, and still having a kind of an auditorium setting for something in there. Yeah. You know, I can see it. I mean, that who knows what Wiseacre has planned? Yeah, I'd love for them to. I'd love for them to revive some wrestling there. Yeah, you know, build an auditorium in the center of the place. You know, that's the best. You know, uh, speaking of local, another local thing. You know, uh, I think um, next is it. I think it's this weekend. They're doing a grand opening of Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill downtown. They're going to have a ring out on Beale Street. They're going to have the ring Mm -hmm. on Beale Street. On Beale Street. On Beale Street. Handsome (laughs) handsome Jimmy Valiant's going to be wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um. I think Bill Dundee, you know, all these Memphis stars are going to be. I've gotten to eat at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, and our, our former guest, Randy right. Hales, is now right. the general manager of right. the and, Jerry um, Lawler Bar we, and Grill. He, he remembered me because mm-hmm. we talked a couple times, and my wife got to meet him, and he came down, and he sat and had a great conversation with us. The food you know, was good. Shady Bud Tropel character. Yeah, <laughs> I, I showed him a picture of Jack, and I said, what is this? Another? You think it's another sneaky Tropel? And he just laughed. <laughs> you know, they have they have so much cool memorabilia in that place. They have these little cases set up with championships. Lawler's robes are hanging from yeah. the rafters. He has so many of them. They mm-hmm. have titles here. You know, all sorts of pictures of wrestlers over the walls. I got a T-shirt. I had to get a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And I got to get a couple of more T-shirts from my buddies out of town for uh, Fred at Kayfabe Connection and our buddy Shaggy Black. Where are the white women at? Where are the white women at? <laughs> but, uh, you know, those guys are great. R.I.P. Jen Wilder. Yes. <laughs> hey, guess God. What, and uh, guess what my buddy Fred got me? He got me an autographed picture from Matanza from Lucha Underground. Oh, nice. 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 And I think he's working on his Zack Sabre Jr. autograph. 
<laughs> he knows I'm just but gonna ch- explode. Yeah, <laughs> check, check it out on uh, check him out on iTunes at the letter K F A B E Connection on Twitter. Be sure to check out his podcast on iTunes. It's him. He has some great opinions on wrestling, and it's it's a really fun show. Him and uh, at Fight Ben Fight on Twitter. Um, you know, he got he's gotten to go to some big events lately. The, he got to go to an Evolve show in Joppa, Maryland. Nice. The main event was Cody Rhodes taking on Zack Sabre Jr. Wow. Yeah. said it was a badass match. I bet that was. I, I'm going to start tweeting the guy that runs Evolve every day mm-hmm. until he brings a show to Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Minglewood Hall would be perfect for an Evolve show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, NXT's been in there. It's it, It's perfect for a wrestling event. There's no reason involved can't come. We've had Ethan Page on this show, and he said, you know, I think Memphis fans would have a heart attack if they brought Evolve to Memphis. Well, I want a heart attack, damn it. <laughs> yep. I want Evolve Give us a heart here. attack. Um, my friend uh, Fred also got to go to a PWG show. He actually got to go to Reseda, California, and see a PWG show. It's PWG 13, the DVD, it should be on high spots here soon. And he said it was a lot of fun, like – Hot, you know, you can imagine that little bitty place with all those people, oh, yeah. super mm-hmm. hot. And they, he did an episode; it was kind of like the beginner's guide of what all you should do to uh, when you go to a PWG show. Yeah. So be <laughs> sure to listen to it at letter K F A B connection on Twitter. Guys, did you get to watch NXT Takeover Brooklyn too? Yes, I did. Which thing? Yes. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, you know, it's, I thought it was a repeat of last year where NXT stole the whole weekend again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I had no problem with any of the matches on this card. Yeah. I, I didn't. It, I No. I'm, everything was great. It opened up with Austin Aries versus No Way Jose. I enjoyed a No Way Jose match. Freaking No Way Jose. You know, who'd have thought he'd be pulling out all the stops and everything? He he put on a great match. You I know, thought, I, I thought it would be one sided where Austin Aries was doing all the risk, but, you know, freaking Jose, man, he he pulled out a lot of moves you hadn't seen out of him, too. Yep. Um, He's still garbage. I mean, you know, a dancing gimmick is only as good as... The ebony to our ivory there, uh, Mike. <laughs> uh, you know... Hey. All right, call my phone right now, and I, th- this will explain what I thought of the NXT. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Why am I scared? What's it? <laughs> you got, uh, what have you got? Have you got it on your voicemail? No, I mean, it'll... It's gonna ring. Okay. Oh. Okay. You got a ringtone. Oh. <laughs> you know I've called you so many times without using. Okay. Almost got it. I guess I gotta. Two nine nine. Not to give your phone number out <laughs> yeah, on, on, on the podcast. Five five five. One eight hundred stud for you. Yep. <laughs> Do it again. It ain't working right. <laughs> you need to get an iPhone. Boo. Live show here, guys. Yep. Glorious. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Glorious bomb. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. They, um, we'll go through the rest of the car before we get to uh, get to that match because I thought that was a great debut for. Bobby Roode. Um, let's pull up the. Card. He needs a different finisher, though. Yeah. Yeah. Pump handle slam's been overdone. He puts his own little spin on it, though. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought he was going to do the the uh, the uh, 
fisherman suplex there for a second. You know, but he didn't get it, so then they, they turned it into something else. I was like, what? okay. Yeah, the rude bomb that he used to do in TNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty Dillinger beat Wesley Blake. Yeah, was that like a? I don't remember why. Was that like a pre-show it match? Must have been, yeah, yeah, it must have been pre-show. The author of pain, authors of pain, defeated TM61. I love TM61. I can't wait for the yeah. tag team to get some more exposure. <laughs> Those dudes are nuts. Uh, we Austin Aries defeated No Way Jose by submission yeah, in a great match. That that let off the card and. I'm gonna. I got it. I I've, I've bagged on, No Way Jose. And then Hideo Itami comes out at the end. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. And hits a GTS. And hits a GTS. A yep. Beautiful GTS. And everybody's putting over. That was originally my move. Yeah. <laughs> Not Punk's move. My move. Uh, it was the original one. We got to see the debut of Ember Moon as she took on Billy Kay. Um, interesting debut. What I took away from this match was. Uh, Billy Kay looks like she's improved so much. Yes. Mm. Than when I, Both she, girls look she was, look exceptionally better. Yeah, she was in Memphis, and she was like the borderline meh match mm-hmm. when she came. And from what I've seen when they came to Memphis, and that was, let's see, when was the date on that? February 4th, up until this past weekend. I mean, I thought she improved. Her entrance gear, too, was... You know, quite eye popping. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and then like em- a freaking nightgown. And then Ember Moon. You know, I think uh, I liked her entrance. I thought it was cool. I'm um, going to say this, and I don't think I. I think I can say it without any repercussions happening to me because I'm pretty sure the people that you know this that did this to Ember Moon when she was over in Arkansas are not listening to this podcast. So, <laughs> 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 but um, when I worked for TCW. Somebody was telling me a story about Athena, as she was known yes, then. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, she was working in Texas, and they would occasionally have her on a TCW show for the women, you know, women's matches or whatever. And um, she went after an event and was eating breakfast in the hotel with uh, a few of the other wrestlers, and they were having conversations and everything. And she was trying to tell them, "I draw in Texas. I draw when I'm when they put me on the card," you know. People get into my matches and everything. And mm. these guys laughed her away from the table. And I don't think I have a problem saying this now. I don't think anybody's laughing at her now. <laughs> yeah, you know, because, I mean, like, even there was people that, you know, that witnessed it happen. And it was like, I felt bad. But at the same time, you know, it was kind of funny. But, you know, I was like, okay, well, right. down here we are four years later from that very moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's laughing at her now. Because <laughs> that, that finisher is, Hell just, yeah. is beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's, it's a thing of beauty. But with those contacts, I tweeted this. She looks like Michael Jackson when he turned into the werewolf. And Hell her. yeah. 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 She has kind of like a twilight look to her or something like that is best to... Got that reflection on them. You know, yeah. they, got, they got the reflection in them. And that's, you know, that's a great look, mm-hmm. you know. If the cameraman had just, you know, positioned it right where the ring ropes weren't right across her eyes when they yeah. got that close-up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we had Bobby Roode debut, make his fi- in-ring debut on NXT television. His glorious Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Debut. That was an awesome entrance. And now, I will say, I'll save it. I'll save it. <laughs> yeah, it, save it. But great match. You know, it's, it's interesting what they're doing with this Andreda Almas character, you know, because he was a big deal down in CMLL as La Sombra. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if I like this whole suspenders and goofy hat. <laughs> and, and you know what it reminds me of? It was when, um, who was it that had the uh, Puerto Rican stable? 
hmm. Savio Vega. Yeah, yeah. The what were they called? The Bariquas. Yeah. Los Bariquas. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that in a way. Well, I mean, you'd be surprised the control that the wrestlers themselves actually have over the gimmicks that they produce, you know, in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's anything like when my buddy Knuckles was there, um, you know, he would come up with all kinds of characters, and they'd either tell him, yeah, you know, you know, get some gear and let's see what how it works, you know, and or you know they just shoot him down right out, you know, just tell him nope, not going to work for you, sorry. So you know, and uh, you know, I think I think a lot of these guys are you know trying to get creative and think of something new, and it's hard, you know, it's hard to pick a gimmick that hasn't been done already. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. Uh, Bobby Roode, like I said, best entrance of the night. I thought is a great debut for him and. Do you have you seen these glorious bombs on Twitter? Yes, with, mm-hmm. with Gargano and uh, Champa. Yeah, the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I like. There's one actually where they bring the camera up and No Way Jose smiling, and they're like, no, they start shaking their head no, and he just sulks and walks off. And then Bobby Roode. That's the funny one. That's probably the funniest one. The second one's when they wake up in bed. Oh yeah, they wake yeah. up and he yeah, yeah. gets up and you can see like, what the hell are y'all is doing? It, yeah. And yeah. Then he, finally, like, he's like, he finally he's smiling and he just kind of nods no, and then goes yeah. back to bed. <laughs> After that, the I think if th- this could be one A or one B for match of the night, the revival defeated Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa by submission. That was a beautiful match. It uh, any it, my God, any NXT tag match lately has, is just a fucking clinic. It really is. I mean, it's literally a clinic in tag team wrestling. Every time NXT puts tag team wrestling on the card, mm-hmm. if you look at Raw. If you look at SmackDown and if you look at NXT, the WWE in general has an amazing tag division again. Yeah, yeah. And you know, SmackDown we'll talk about it in a I little can't, bit. I can't. I I I hate that I can't watch Raw and SmackDown and everything. I and you know, I really hope that those tag matches do start translating to Raw and SmackDown. They will. They will. You know, yeah. I know for a fact they translate on pay-per-view because I can watch the pay-per-views right. and, I, and I know Enzo and Cass, every time they're in a match, they mm-hmm. blow it blow it sky high. You um, know? Well, you know who's coming back tonight on SmackDown, don't you? No. The Headbangers for the tag team tournament. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they're going to have, you know, it's no SmackDown spoilers. Yeah, anymore. we don't It takes all the yeah. fun out of it. I actually have to wonder, watch the show. wonder if afterwards we'll get Beaver Cleavage back. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember what that character was. Yeah, now they would do those weird gimmicks with his mother and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, weird. That weird. Uh, attitude but, era. Uh, you know, Never happened again. I was, I was actually, <laughs> after the match, which this match was just incredible, um, I'm glad the revival is still in NXT because that keeps, um, you know, a credible tag team down there as their tag champions. Right. But I kept thinking, like, when they were walking off, I'm like, you know, they kept the camera on Ciampa and Gargano. I'm like, I kept waiting for a turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it but didn't those, happen. But, but the, it was a mutual respect thing. But still, there's yeah, there I might think, be something there. You know, that's that's a good way to plant a seed. Like, yeah. it looks like it could happen, but. It didn't. Yeah, but those guys worked their asses off. Yes, yes. And they deserved applause after that match. They yes. deserved a standing ovation. Oh, those matches I mentioned earlier, Ty Dillinger and Wesley Blake and Authors of Pain and TM61 were taped for a broadcast for a future episode of NXT. Ah, so uh, okay. Uh, next match, Asuka defeated Bailey. Another badass yeah. match. Um, I love... Bailey taking shots to the face and mm-hmm. just like 
come on yeah. and tightening up the yeah. t- tightening up her headband and you know that, that's that was a perfect send off for her yeah and Oscar is a monster Oscar yeah she's like, like a little monster yeah she yeah. she scares me I I got to see her when she came to Memphis and like whoa <laughs> <laughs> that chick she wrestled Emma uh that chick was just yeah and she had a problem, and she kept having to adjust things because certain things may have been falling out. Ah. But <laughs> that being said, this match was incredible. Like I said, this whole card, I thought, top to bottom, was just badass. Um, Bailey or Oscar applied the Oscar lock on Bailey, but Bailey fought out of the hold and then went to hit a Bailey to belly suplex, and Oscar kicked out of it, which yeah. is nuts. And then Oscar mm-hmm. get a spin kick on Bailey and pinned her to retain the title, and then you know that's. It had a very, this seems like the end yeah. feel to yeah, it, which yeah. it turned out it, it would be. And yeah. she, you know, Z, uh, what's her name? Um, Izzy got a little hug from her. And, yeah. And, and and Sasha and Becky and Charlotte were all ringside. Yep. And yep. And it, you, you kind of knew. Yeah. And then we get to the main event. And the entrance. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, guess like, I, I made a custom meme. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but I made a custom meme, and it was from uh, Batman Forever. You remember that one scene where, you know, Jim Carrey and uh, Two-Face are sitting there, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Your entrance was good. His was better. Yeah. <laughs> and, I got, I, and I made it, and I said, I said Rude in- Rude's entrance was good. Nakamura's was better. <laughs> You know, the silence before, like, what the heck is going on? And yeah. the guy pulls out the violin, and it's like, wait, oh, oh my God. And yeah. that, just, you know, the slow intro. Good. That he dude was very good. good. And I liked how they shot it. A lot of people didn't like that, but I like how they had the guy playing, mm-hmm. and then Nakamura is just doing his He's doing his thing all, all around him. Yeah. Yeah. all over and dancing like he's Michael Jackson. And just, just – just, I had to watch the entrance three times before I could even watch the match. <laughs> it was just that it was just incredible, and the match itself was awesome. And I like how Joe didn't need a big entrance or anything like nope. that. He just comes out, throws up the hang loose, and yep. they do the thing. And uh, man, don't know if it was a shoot or not, but he got a dislocated jaw there. Yeah, at the yeah, end. It, it was so, it was a legit injury. You know, um, it looked like he was holding his mouth open after he he got the first hit. And yeah, I think the first hit's what knocked him out. The second hit was the finish, right. of course. But I think the first hit was one he get he really got hit. With. Oh yeah. So Nakamura kicked out of a muscle buster, which you knew if that was happening, that mm-hmm. you knew he was taking it. Yeah. yeah. And then Nakamura hit a Kinsasha for a near fall, like to kick out of a Kinsasha, and then mm-hmm. had to get another one. Right behind it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But Nakamura is your new NXT champion, which I think is – I'm glad he's going to – hopefully he holds on to that belt for a long time. I saw something. Is that the first ever Japan-born WWE champion? I think it is. Uh, Maybe. Of, of, you know, not WWE world champion, but, you know, WWE title holder, I guess. Uh, Japan-born title holder. Which that doesn't make sense because then that means Takamichinoku, the lightweight title holder, wasn't Japan. Was he Chinese? Maybe he's Chinese. I don't I know. D- I d- man, that's that's going back there. <laughs> yeah. So that was the NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Have a Wikipedia two. fight in a minute. <laughs> 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 that was NXT Takeover Brooklyn two. Let's see how we're doing on our Mixler chat for time. Still got twenty minutes for right now, so we can go into. Uh, SummerSlam. 
Um, 12 matches on the SummerSlam card. Yeah. I could not be in an arena for 12 matches. Nope. Uh, you know, it started off with yeah. like a 12-man tag match on the pre-show. I didn't watch um, that one. I didn't. I didn't see that one, yeah. Uh, let me pull I was it. getting food at that point, I'm sure. Yeah, because he got his duck <laughs> fat face. Yes. I was watching it in a hospital, so I don't know. So it was like... No, actually, Jack was home. We had Jack got to watch SummerSlam with me. We had NXT Brooklyn. We had SummerSlam. Then we had Raw and SmackDown. Then we had NXT again on Wednesday. So it was like, damn. Yeah, there's a lot of so wrestling. Wrestling overload. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> six, nine, oh. 11. That's 12 hours of wrestling. Yeah. I don't think anybody could sit through that, really. All Thank right, God so for the network. <laughs> on the pre-show, we had American Alpha, the Hype Bros, and the Usos defeating Brizongo, the Ascension. Hey, the Ascension actually got to work a major pay-per-view. And the Vaude Villains. Um, who have fallen off completely. Yeah, well, you know, you give a dude a concussion and they don't want you to work <laughs> as much. It's funny how that happens. Um, uh, well, except for unless you're Seth Rollins. Now one you thing, can injure whoever you want. One thing I will bring out from this is this commentary team that's on the raw side now actually can put over the ascension a little bit. Mm-hmm. They were actually talking about how tough they are. And you know, these guys were, it. I love Corey Graves on commentary. commentary. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I love Mario, 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 Mario. I love yeah. him. He gets a little cliched some, uh, a couple of times there was, I was listening to him on SummerSlam and he was kind of becoming a cliche of himself. almost. Right. Back in new Japan pro wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> They've uh, got Mensa level <laughs> wrestling abilities, you know. It was Mensa, re- Mensa level wrestling knowledge, but there know? was but there was no Jamaican me crazy. No, no. Um, the ascension, <laughs> you know, but the ascension when they were in NXT, they were just destroying people left and right. I don't and, get and, it. Uh, How do you have a team like that? You know, well, you, like you said, is just running through people rough shot, and then you bring them to the main roster, and it's like, huh, well, two things. Huh, you have huh. a commentator not putting over. Jobbers or mm-hmm. not putting over the ascension, beating jobbers, and right. then you have, you know, them cutting promos that they shouldn't have been cutting. It reeks of Kevin. Haskell. Well, no, nah, whoever the writer was behind whatever they were doing, it was Kevin. You know, Kevin. need to be gotten. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> he doesn't write anyway. Um, this was surprising. You know, Sami Zayn and Neville defeating the Dudley Boys, and they put that on the pre-show. They could have replaced that match. Mm, or not even, ha- I don't know. It just seemed weird to have, you know, Sami Zayn and Neville on the pre-show. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't find something else for Sami Zayn. And that's what they said. They haven't had anything for him since uh, since the Owens yes. feud. Is that all he, it, you know, he's going to feud with Owens every couple of months just to give him something big to yeah, do? Yeah, I think so. You know, he could be in an, uh, he could be in a thing with The Miz. Oh, no, The Miz is on... Uh, SmackDown. Smackdown. He could. Yeah. He could. He could probably start doing stuff with uh, Rusev. Start going after the U.S. title. I think that would be a good thing for him. And gives him something to do. Uh, I think right now they said they're probably going to keep him with Neville, and they're going to be a, another tag team. Interesting. I like that. I do like that tag team. <coughs> Neville's awesome. Next match was Sheamus defeating Cesaro. He's leading the series one zero after this match. He's. They're doing a best of seven, and actually best of seven. Yeah. They, uh, match Sheamus two was last night. And Sheamus won. Uh, they opened up the match with Kish, Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. And every time we say Kevin Owens from now on tonight, we're all going to cheer. Kevin Owens. Yay! Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> 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 so 
Sorry, I was, I was reading Facebook. <laughs> well, well, let's try this again. Kevin, uh, Wait, was it Kevin Owens' Facebook? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> let's try this again. Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. Yay! Yay! Whatever. Defeated, <laughs> defeated Enzo and Moray and Big Cass. Um, great. I thought it, it was an all right match. I mean, this, like I said, you have we have twelve matches on this card and. But this well, it was point, another four-hour show. I didn't get with the pre-show. I didn't get them, you know, kind of killing the energy there because Enzo and Cass were kind of the hometown boys there. You know, they could have given them a one-off there and you know not really hurt. You know, Owens or Jericho won really. Right. You <laughs> know, um, I just didn't understand that. You know, um, that combined with the other results in the card, kind of. Looked to me like they were sucking the energy out of the room, yeah. really. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, like with the results of the women's match, you know, and the, you know, um, the freaking Brock Lesnar thing at the end of the night. I mean, just like all the results combined, there really wasn't a feel good point at, no. at any point during the night, you know, and that's kind of bad for a big four pay per view, you yep, know. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. Um, second match was Charlotte taking on Sasha Banks. I thought they had a good match. Um, sucks Sa- Sasha, need- Sasha needs some time to heal up. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't, need, doesn't surgery. need surgery, though. She that's doesn't good. need that's surgery. Good. That's so. always good. Yeah. Um, so she just needs to heal up a little bit. She'll be back and better than ever before we know it. That bump she took, though, was looked horrible. On the yeah. top rope? Off the with top the, rope, yeah. With the, with oh, the side man. slam or whatever that was yeah. that they tried to do, but it didn't work. And then she ended up, yeah, something. It looked, looked like, like Charlotte just bailed on it. Just like in the middle, she's like, I can't do this, and then just dropped her. Fuck this. Yeah. I th- well, I, th- <laughs> I think she, I don't know if she meant to go down with her in the side slam maybe and just you know it slipped so she was like all right well fuck it you're just gonna fall or what but i don't know i don't know what they were trying to do there but whatever it was it didn't work (laughs) and and apparently she she heard about it backstage like right after the match she she took some serious heat because Mm. of that Mm. george in the chat says neville is going to be in throwaway matches until the cruiserweight division starts which i think is like in three weeks it starts in Memphis. Oh, that's awesome. When they come to Memphis September 19th, that's the night the Cruiserweights debut. I may have to go to that. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte dropped Sasha twice, um, and there's a reason. Charlotte got heat for that, George is saying. Yeah. Next match. Uh, so Charlotte defeated Sasha. She's the WWE <laughs> Women's Champion now. Which uh, was a shock. Yeah, that. well, after learning. The well, yeah. But, yeah, that was. At the, the, in the moment. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah it, was, it was a shocking result. I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure George so, had to cry into his hands for a little bit after that <laughs> match. So what? Like the sh- Sasha was like champion for like a week or two, two weeks. Yeah, was it two weeks? I think so. so two, three, three, yeah, all two or three. Yeah, boom, right back to Charlotte. So yeah, that was kind of a shock, really. But they gave him 13 minutes, so that's good for yeah, the. Yeah, they had division. a good long yeah, it was time. a good match. They had time to do stuff. It just you know, the Miz defeated Apollo Cruz in a five minute match. Apollo's got to find. More character. He's got to find more character. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I, do, I think they're trying to build that Apollo Crews character off of what he previously did. And, you know, he's a good athletic guy. I'm not taking anything away from him as far as a, athleticism or anything. But that's only going to get him so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, friggin' Neville. We know what to expect from Neville. Neville jumps off of anything and everything and does flips and 360s and 450s and whatnot and lands and splashes and sentons and whatever, you know. 
we know what to expect from Neville. And Neville's a wow factor kind of thing. Yeah. Apollo is not really a wow factor kind of thing. You know, he moves great. Yep. Agility through the roof, man. He moves like Neville, you know. Uh, you know, he, he's, his body type is just, you know, he's built like a brick wall and everything. You know, he, he the way he moves, he shouldn't be able to move the way he moves. Right. You know, right. As, as far as what kind of build he has. But his call he's up, got to find the character. Though. His call-up was too way too early, in my opinion. He could. I don't he think it was early. I think it was early. I think he needed to develop more in NXT. Because yeah. that's where he could have developed more of a character, not yeah, still yeah. just be the smiling black guy that comes out that no sells yeah. an attack from To Shana. me, he's like Bobby Lashley light. Yeah, I, could, I could see that. I mean, I could see that. Bobby Lashley. Except, now with no calories. <laughs> well, that's what, and you know, after watching Bobby Roode wrestle, he reminds me of Triple H Light. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. Um, but yeah, he needs to, We he should have stayed in NXT, developed something other than the smiling black guy that can't sell an attack from Sheamus before a match. Um, <laughs> so, uh, AJ Styles and defeated John Cena. This was the match of the night. Yes. AJ, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, AJ Styles. And put over clean. Twice. Clean this, as no, a whistle. The first time it was... It's the first time it's clean. Yeah, this this, one is. When he, when, I, when he got the pin, one, two, three, I was shocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. Uh, John Cena just lost to AJ Styles clean on a major pay-per-view. Yeah. That's huge. That's going to be huge for AJ Styles. It's already elevated him into a world champion mm-hmm. scenario with Dean Ambrose because I think at Backlash, they're wrestling for the title. No. Is it Ambrose? Ambrose and Styles? I think it is. I think so. Yeah. They're going to be... That's going to be a badass match. I think AJ is going to get a lot more out of Dean Ambrose than what you've seen him out of him recently. And I'm really excited for it. But, man, AJ Styles is just... You know, he is... How old is he? He's 40-something years old. Yeah. He can hit a springboard 450 splash. He can do the phenomenal forearm you know mm-hmm. the calf crusher i love his submission match yep. or submission yeah the styles clash they're still letting him do it and yeah you know it's 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 and insane. all that time he's got a soccer mom haircut <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it, it beats the 1980s metrosexual haircut he had when he first started a bowl cut or whatever i'd rather him have the spike do that no, he had man, when he first is, started man now he's had this this is what this is part of what's made him him Mm. His look. Uh, ever yeah. since he kind of, you know, in TNA, they kind of did a, um, he left and became a sting-like thing where you became more, you know, distant or whatever, how you, you want to call it. Mm. But he, no, yeah, match of the night. Yeah, match you know of the night, yeah. stole the show, and, you know. Like, I still yeah. say it to this day, the, the the best match I ever saw live was him and Kurt Angle. That was the best match I ever saw in the live, and hey. that was uh, AJ, AJ Styles, Styles and Kurt, Kurt Angle. Angle. Yeah. Oh, wow, I bet you uh, that was awesome. That was the TNA Slammiversary here uh down at DeSoto Civic Center, and that was, without a doubt, the best match I've oh, ever yeah. seen I live. can imagine. Next up, we had Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defeating the New Day with Jon Stewart by disqualification. Jon Stewart. <laughs> why, why bring him <laughs> back in? Now, I did, uh, and you know, New Day is coming up on a record, I think, for the Tag Team Championship. They're gonna They've be already the- passed... Longest reigning I think WWE tag team titles. I Maybe the, is, are they going to pass the world tag team titles too? Probably. I, th- I don't know. Because I, I know, know that was Paul London and Brian Kendrick before, and they passed their record. I, th- I thought I saw that. Maybe I, you know, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep here lately. Um, 
So if I uh, maybe seeing stuff in was my it dreams, like four hundred days or something like that. I forget something like that. There's something like yeah, that. something. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm I don't like Anderson and Gallows doing all this comedy stuff. You know, and then this past night on Raw, they're doing this thing with their doctors or yeah. some yeah. stuff. And then they were <clears throat> retirement specialists or something last Monday. <laughs> I did like the acronym for that old yeah. fart. Old fart. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, and uh, we got to see um, uh, Big E come back from an injury yep. and attack the New Day after, or attack Gallows and Anderson after the match, and well, right where they're about before they're about to beat up John Stewart. After that, Dean Ambrose defeated Dolph Ziggler. Uh, that match was dead as a doornail for yeah. the crowd. Yeah, th- well, I mean, and I, the thing the thing about this match was nobody took Ziggler seriously as a threat. Nobody yeah. did. Even with the build-up and all of the interviews that they did to try to get people into this match, nobody was into it because nobody took Ziggler as a serious threat. Well, and that's even knew. with all the fan support behind Ziggler. Yeah. Nobody took him as a serious threat. No. Well, and you have to also look at it. This is this was the ninth match on the card. They've already seen eight other matches. Yeah. And, you know, you had a 23-minute match, match in there. You had a 13-minute match in there, a 14-minute match in there. You know, that's... A lot of time to be sitting in your mm-hmm. seat, and eventually you just yeah. kind of <clears throat> and I think go to sleep. In my private group, we were literally pointing out all the matches that hadn't been on yet before that match, and it was like, yeah. "This is a title match. What the hell are they doing putting this match on yeah. before that? Before all these other matches, you know?" Yeah, I didn't like that they ended ended the show with Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton, but that's here nor there. We'll get to that match in a little yeah. bit. Next up, we had Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Bella defeat Becky, Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Carmella. Naomi has an interesting entrance now. Yeah, with the, with the glow stuff, the psychedelic thing. Uh, yeah, and yeah, dance it, still dancing and stuff like that. Carmella, I like it. Oh yeah, it's something you know, different. It's something I, different for her to do. I like it. I dig it. Carmella, um, is she really? Can we do we like Carmella without her being with Enzo and Big Cass? Yeah, I think we do. I still do. I, I just think she I don't see why they someone, took her away from them. Someone but. in the private group said, and and it's obviously somebody that doesn't like Carmella, but like this, like they separated Carmella and Enzo and Cass up for a reason. He's like nobody can handle that much annoying at one time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She just seems kind of there without Enzo and Big Cass. Um, we got to see the return of Nikki Bella. I think George in the chat room called it. You know, as soon as right. um, Ava Marie and the you know in the um, the nation of <laughs> Ava, Ava Marie gets suspended. <laughs> I d- I had a comment on that. It was like uh, you know. I fully expected her to take two steps out of the entranceway at SummerSlam and get hit by a car, but <laughs> her getting suspended is so much better. <laughs> well, her and the rest of the nation of suspension. Uh, Golly. But, uh, they, they run w- through a whole bunch of them this past week, man. Yep. And, it, it, you know, just the crowd seemed kind of dead for it, even with Nikki Bella returning. and I, An unexpected cheer for Nikki Bella, though. Yeah. I gotta yeah. say, an unexpected live reaction cheer for Nikki Bella returning. Well, anytime so. you get a somewhat of a return, you're gonna get a little bit of a cheer. Yeah, it's, but it's with coming. with all the people in the crowd that you had, you know, Jinder the, Mahal didn't get that kind of reaction. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> that's Jinder Mahal, though. and he hasn't won since. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's kind of funny that you know they brought back a job guy. I'm I'm still loving the fact yeah. that they have job matches. 
Yeah. These are great. Americos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I cannot wait to see who the jobber is in Memphis. <laughs> Maybe is our friend Mo busy? <laughs> I'd love to see Mo. I'd love to see the promo they cut. Why do you think you can do this? I don't know. It just seemed like something fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, he would either if they put if they put a microphone in front of him, he would either turn into Shawn Michaels or Chris Jericho immediately. And you know, of course, everybody in the back would probably have him thrown out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> Next match, we had Finn Balor defeat Seth Rollins. Uh, hell of a match. Those guys went at it. Uh, I love the match. and Unfortunately, freaking mm-hmm. buckle bomb they, again. They, he's got to stop. It's, it's time to change styles. It's time to, re, it's time to reevaluate you what took, you do in a match mm-hmm. when you're injuring people left and right and you're ending people's careers. Yep. It's time to reevaluate your moves. <laughs> You know, there's a lot more that Seth Rollins can do than the stupid buckle bomb to well, people. And, you know, it's not necessarily the buckle bomb. It's hit. With Sting, it was the buckle bomb that took him out. But when he's throwing him into, power bombing him into guardrails and stuff like that, that's when you, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's a safe way to take that bump. where with There where really isn't. No. I mean, you, you're, you flat back up. against the rail or you, you don't. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so, hell of a match. Finn Balor is your first WWE Universal Champion. That shocked me. I thought, you know, I was really scared going in. Like, so if you have Finn Balor lose, what do you do then with yeah. him? But they put the strap on. I'm like, wow, this is nuts. And then the news comes out a couple hours after the show yep. that Finn Balor uh, – Torn, torn labrum. labrum yeah. will have to have <laughs> surgery, and he has to relinquish the title. And you could tell it was really tearing him up Yeah, when he came out to give the title back to Mick Foley. And then, uh, yeah, so. But hell of a match. Mm-hmm. That was probably, I would call that the second best match on the card after AJ Styles and John Cena. Do you think they're going to do anything with Seth Rollins? I mean, like, do you think they're going to force him to not do that move anymore? Yeah, well, I've been in that discussion on Facebook, and... Um, it does, to me, and I, I, and I don't know what's going on behind the scenes or anything like that. I'm just guessing. Not as many people got hurt when he was doing the curb stomp. When he freaking did the curb stomp, nobody got hurt. And right. that's the one move they were afraid of him hurting well, somebody the, with. The word is that Vince didn't want kids emulating that move. Mm-hmm. That's why they had him stop doing it. But <laughs> you want him emulating. But they don't, they don't mind you know, little power, kids throwing power <laughs> throwing other kids into walls. Give me yeah. a little pedigree. Yeah, yeah, that sounds a whole lot but, better. Well, you know, I, I do like the pedigree as a finisher because, right. uh, you know, he kind of he didn't steal it from Triple H. It was kind of given to him. Especially last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play on words there. <laughs> um, but, you know, I th- I just, uh, you know, we've been in discussions on Facebook or on Twitter with Dustin Starr and Mark Bravura and Dreadhead Kev and all these people. And, yeah, I just can't remember one person ever getting hurt from the from curb, curb stomp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't. Uh, but now two, he's taken out a freaking wrestling legend with mm-hmm. a pe- buckle bomb. And Sting yet did say it was on him. Cause I mean, they even it. teased a Randy Orton kick. Yeah. Punt kick. Yeah. They yeah. even teased a Randy Orton punt kick last night. So, I mean, you know, it just seems stupid to, you know, let's ban a move nobody's getting hurt with, but let's keep doing a move everybody's getting hurt Everybody with. Everybody is, yeah. You know? So, that being that, um, we got a couple minutes left in the Mixler chat, and I'll have to reset it. Brock Lesnar defeating Randy Orton by technical knockout. First off, I never knew they did technical knockouts in the WWE. 
They do now. Yeah. <laughs> Those elbows looked vicious. He cut, um, the first one cut him. The second one knocked him though. Yeah. Out. Yep. <laughs> and it was all it was all work too. Yeah. I mean, Vince knew what was, was going on. Apparently, Chris Jericho did not like what happened. Yeah. Jericho Ma- got up. And Jericho has got a set of big brass ones. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And then Brock's only response was "Kiss me, pussy." Yeah. Kiss, yeah. kiss me or punch me, yeah. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, just I, I, I didn't I, as your main event. That's how you end the main event. Yeah, they sh- it should have they should have flipped it, and it was sudden too. It wasn't like right. it was a build up to that one point in the match. No, right. you know, right? You know, Brock, you know, takes the gloves off, you know, and he's throwing punches, and then he grabs him and throws those two elbows, and it was over. Yeah, I mean, it was over. You know, and you look at what happened before that, you know. Orton's getting tossed around like a rag doll. He looked to me like he was sandbagging on the uh, German, German suplexes. He mm. really did. He was not putting everything he could. Those, those those Germans were very precisely done. You know, they were they were slow and they were deliberate. Right. But at the same time, they were safe with every single one of them. You know, and it it was kind of it was kind of like you know why would you do that? Because here you know. <laughs> Lesnar's face, Dean Ambrose, who sold as Germans like a mug. Right. You know, he did three or four flips out of each one, coming out the other side of it. You know, he would roll across the other side of the ring practically every time he took a German. But then, like Randy Orton gets hit with a German, and it's oh, and yeah. just kind of right. a roll. And you know, every time. You know, to me, I would have flipped Finn Balor and Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton close the show with your main with a with a big title. You know, you with your, you know, you're crowning your first ever Universal Champion. I mean, if it's a pay per view, the the title should be the main event. Yes. Well, if if it's a big four. Yes. You know, TLC. You know, backlash or, you know, some of these smaller <clears throat> pay. Let me ask you guys this: Has Brock Lesnar lost his luster for you? Yes. For, since he's been in this past year. Yes. Because his matches are boring to me. Because he's a he's a what like a four move guy. You know, yeah. German he's suplex, a, F5. He's a two-move Punches guy. and kicks, and that's it. That's it. Cena has more moves than him. Yes. So, <laughs> to me, he is, he's losing he's losing his draw factor. You know, and I think it's incredibly cool. It's incredibly cool that you have a top guy like that that can go to UFC mm-hmm. and come back at the same time. All these effing drug tests that he took that he failed – that's a bunch of bullshit that he's not getting suspended like a motherfucker. Right. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's really cool that you have a hybrid athlete like that that you can do that with. Um, but at the same time, you know, he's failing drug tests. You know, this this whole angle with him, you know, cutting open Orton and everything, I don't exactly <laughs> agree with it as good TV. You know, you just destroyed Orton on his return match. Yeah. You literally gave the man nothing except for, holy shit, did he ever spike him with that DDT. (laughs) 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 And I think, and looking back on it, if you look back on it, there was no prep time on that DDT. Mm. That was literally hook and go. Yeah. I mean, he got, and I think it was, it was, it was kind of a thing where Orton got tired of just getting thrown around like a rag doll and not, and Lesnar really not caring where he was throwing him, you right. know, or where he was landing, you know. He got dumped on that announce table one time, just kind of just bam, you know. And all he could do was just kind of sit up and sell, you know. Yeah. There wasn't really a, <laughs> there wasn't really a place for him to sell, you know. It was just kind of like, you know, 
it was it was you know how far can Orton throw Randy Orton like a lawn dart? Right. You know. <laughs> but, so, the, but you know, the last fifteen twenty minutes of SummerSlam was horrible. Yep. Yes. Because I mean, it, we didn't even mention the whole Rusev and Reigns match not uh, happening. And I'm pretty yes. You had two of the last matches yeah. on the card that didn't even happen. And that match was going to be after both title matches, like, you know, major title matches. The United matches. States title came on after the WWE title. And the Universal that was the, the major build-up. The tag match came on after the WWE title match. Mm-hmm. The, the booking was so screwed up on this. It yep. really was. Yep. And the end, results, the end results of it was you sucked the energy out of the room. You really yeah. did. And by the end of the night... I'm really surprised there wasn't a giant revolt on everybody wanting a refund. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? George asked an interesting question in the chat room. When was the last good Brock match? I think Cena and him had a good match. Yeah. I think Cena and him had a good match. Wasn't that a couple of SummerSlams ago? Yeah. The 16 yeah. suplexes or whatever. Yeah. And then there was there was that angle with him and uh, Triple H, too. So I think those two were real good Brock matches. Those two were real good Brock, and the and the Undertaker the matches. Undertaker ones. The Undertaker ones were good too. Yeah, you know. Um, but it's Undertaker. I mean, he's yeah. he's pulling a great match out of anybody. Yeah, he'll drag a ma- he'll drag a match out of anybody kicking and screaming, except for Chronic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch the invasion? You ever watch the invasion pay per view? Oh and yeah. You see, you see Undertaker house. get pissed and start cussing <laughs> very loudly. Where everybody else in the in the match is like, Undertaker's really mad. <laughs> Holy shit, you know? And it's, everybody's in the crowd, like, kind of wide-eyed going, Undertaker's cussing. Damn, he must be pissed. <laughs> George says 2014, two years ago, was the last good box match. So we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back. To the Oversell Podcast. Once again, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast, at D E R I C K O V E R S E L L. That's my it, turn. Yes, you're trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. We okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I am Dan. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, One Dangerous Dan, all spelled out, and Dangerous Dan Matthews on Facebook. At WolfMike23, and I use that sometimes. Every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, George in the chat room says, recording during <laughs> SmackDown doesn't help getting more people in here. Yeah, I guess. We tried to do Thursdays, and la- maybe we can go back to Thursday starting next week. So we're not. Yeah. Yeah. I know you've got basketball season coming up. Well, let's here, record so on Mondays hard. during Raw. No. That'll, that'll <laughs> get everybody in here. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. So uh, let's talk a little CWC. Mike, how are we doing in the brackets here? Awesomely. Yeah. I yeah, guess. you're back. It's 100% because <laughs> you didn't turn one in, you jerk. You can't cheat now. I'm just kidding. So I didn't even know I was supposed to. Yeah, you were supposed <laughs> to. I told you to. When did you do that? Probably in my dreams. When Bringing I have, up old shit. What, my dreams when I get to sleep for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so look at, so far, uh, we are in the quarterfinals. We've got Tazira taking on, or Tazawa. Tazawa. Taking, I, I, I combined Tazawa and, and Tajiri. Tazira. Yeah. Tazira. So Tazawa and Grand Metalik take uh, they're going to be taking each other on. You got Saber and Noam Dar, Brian Kendrick and uh, Kota Ibushi, TJ Perkins taking on Rich Swan. You t- you had Rich I Swan. I had I picked Rich Swan <laughs> to win it? 
not I I'm, I think did I we, think did, we did, did like we a final, final four. four. We yeah. did final four. We yeah, we did a final it. four before we even knew who was going to be. And then, and then I think we had to adjust it because we, we did the final four before we knew the bracket. Right. We right. knew everybody that was going to be in it. And, and then we did another one after that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't do that. Well, I, <laughs> I did I did the original where before we had the brackets. Remember, there's only been like three times in the last four months that we've all been here together. Right. So, Mike, so. I, I have not been able to uh, – been a little bit behind in CWC. Tell us some of the action that's been going on. It's awesome. <laughs> End of story. No, like, so I'll, awesome. I'll – Let me see this just so I can refresh my memory of who wrestled who. <laughs> but uh, I'll go off just people that I really, really like. Uh Brian Kendrick's been really good since he came back. Yep. He's, I don't know, he's he's weird, his character. He's still kind of got that that rock star that he, that rock the star The Brian Kendrick. <clears throat> yeah, like that he had towards the end of his run with WWE the first time, mm-hmm. but it's way over the top now, and it's, it's almost like he has little seizures, <laughs> but it's entertaining, so... Uh, I really liked uh, Tony Nese. Yep, yep. Uh, he's just a fucking rock that does flips. It's amazing. Very cool. Uh, Koto Ibushi. Of course. Uh, that's That goes without saying. One of the cleanest wrestlers. Oh, this is great. Cedric Alexander. That dude. A lot of energy. Real crisp and... You know, everybody's seen it online now. Yeah, that's the guy that uh, <coughs> you know, Triple the crowd was saying sign him. Yeah, the, you know, please sign Cedric. Yeah. You know, started that chant, and he actually got emotional and started, like, tearing up when he was on the ramp. And then Triple H comes out the curtain, puts his arm around him, like, nods to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. come on. And brought him back. Gives him, gives that's everybody awesome. a thumbs that, up from the... <laughs> yeah. Incredible <laughs> moment. Incredible yeah. moment. Who, who are some of the other guys sticking out to you? Uh, gotten- the gargano Champa match. In the first round. I have seen that one. Oh, my God. It sucks that that was a first-round match, but... Those guys tore it down. They have such good chemistry together. Uh, Rich Swan, that dude is awesome. Mm -hmm. His finisher is a standing 450 splash. Golly. He just hops twice in the corner, doesn't jump up on the ropes, and then just 450 splash. Wow. And he does it so fast. Uh, let's go to the other side of the bracket. Uh, Noam Dar, really good. Real just technical, nothing real too right. flashy. And see, that's one thing, you know, you think cruiserweights and you think it's going to be all these flippy floppy guys, but, you know, it's a lot of... All guys come out wrestling in flip-flops. Well, no, flip, as in, <laughs> <laughs> you threw me off my thought. But it's not, it's not that. You have technical wrestlers, you know, you have... You have fly. Yeah, it's a mixture of technical wrestling and flying. Right. That's what I'm thinking. I love about it. Everyone has a different style. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. Uh, that's going to be the finals, by the way. Flip flop on a pole match. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Russo is not running the CWC. <laughs> uh, this unknown guy, Zack Saber Jr. He he was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you don't say. Getting, now, now that you're getting to see Zack Saber Jr., what do you think of his style? It's interesting. I mean, he, he's like, he's another one. Like I say, he's he's real crisp. I mean, he everything he does. I mean, it's kind of it sounds stupid to say this, but everything he does has a purpose. Yep. I mean, there there's yep. no wasted movement. Everything is 
just yeah. offense. In his first round match, you know, I love when he would get a guy in an arm hold and just start just twisting the hand and the fingers and bending right. them all sorts <laughs> of different ways. And you know, some I saw someone call say he looked like a sissy on Twitter, and like mm-hmm. I guarantee you, get in the ring, he can twist you in a pretzel. Yeah. And it, yeah, and I, and I like like you said he. He uses every body part that he can. You know, if if he's, yeah, he's if he's wrenching back on the arm, he'll he'll wrench back on the wrist too. And then if that doesn't do enough, he goes individual fingers and pulls them back. And you, know, <laughs> you know who he makes me think of? Billy Wicks. Ah, Billy Wicks makes me. He makes Billy Wicks was a hook wrestler. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. If you got in the ring with him and you pissed him off, he could hurt you. Oh, he yeah. could bend you in ways that you've probably never been bent before, and that's and I get that feeling from Zack Saber Jr. He just knows how to contort a body, and mm-hmm. it's it's incredible. I love watching him wrestle. He's just my I, I hope, like I said, I hope we get an autograph of him soon. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world right now, right under Kushida. Kushida's still my my dog. Right. I love Kushida. <laughs> uh, other ones I really like. Tajiri had really good showing. Both his matches were were really good. These, it's almost like he's got more serious. Yeah, mm-hmm. that dropped out. <coughs> but it, he's he's got more of a serious, you Who know, feel to him when he's in there. Who? Tajiri. Tajiri. Yeah, I, I still love that video when he showed up at the <laughs> performance center and William Regal just had this perplexed look. Yeah, like, what the, hell, that, what the hell are y'all doing bringing him in here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you. George in the chat room says, Saber style may not be ready for WWE. We enjoy technical wrestling. The current WWE crowd doesn't. I say you give him a chance. I mean, I, I Put him in NXT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But. I know he's going to be in the cruiserweight. So, well, actually, he hasn't signed with the WWE yet. All right. He turned he turned him down. So we, you know, it may be down the line. I think there's a couple other things he wants to knock out. Right. Like probably <laughs> going winning the junior heavyweight champion over in uh, in uh, New Japan. If I had to guess, Tazawa is a crazy dude. I love Tazawa, dude. That his German suplex is just devastating yeah. looking. I love I, I love one of my favorite German suplexes <laughs> when that guy just let it, lets him dangle there for a second mm-hmm. and then just snaps him over. And yeah. Tazawa is waist the locking, best. Waist locking where his feet aren't touching the ground and then putting him over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it looks so badass. I would do that when I waist lock people. You know, I wouldn't do it into a German, but I'd do it into a waist lock takedown and <laughs> I'd kind of hang guys up there for a second. They'd be like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> but then possibly my favorite dude. Jack Gallagher. You like Jack Gallagher? That he's he's what the vaude villain should be. Yeah, the j- t- tough gentleman or whatever yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Because his trunks are like rainbow colored, but <laughs> and he's you know he's got the the mustache and little clean cut like mm-hmm. you know old timey haircut, but he <laughs> the best thing about him is the slow movements he does. You know, if, the if deliberate movements. Yeah, that he does, like. Yeah. He did one where, you know, had the guy's arm wrenched behind him, or he w- he was taking that, and then he just sat there, put his little hand on his chin like he was thinking about it, and then just twisted around really slowly and then reversed it on the guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it's one of those where okay, yeah, it's ridiculous. All the guy had to do was just 
move a little faster than he did, and there he would have got through it. But. There was one clip I saw where he took one arm, folded it under one leg, and then he took the other arm, folded it under the other leg, and then folded the two legs together, yeah. and then folded, and then rolled the guy over, and he was face down on the mat in a cradle, and he couldn't untie yeah, he himself. Couldn't, <laughs> yeah, that's what he did to Tozawa. I mean, it was so, ridiculous because Tozawa just, you know, laid there face down on the mat, like tied up in a little pretzel, yeah. and just yelling because he couldn't move. Yep. So, but but the, I mean stuff like that stuff like that gets over with me yeah. you know because it's a wrestling thing you know right. it's cool to tie somebody up like that and not be able to you know get out of it you right know, so There's but his his drop kick into the corner was is so brutal yeah mm-hmm. yeah there is a clip I don't and I I wish I knew the two guys name but one of them is a masked wrestler and he has a dude in a heel lock and he takes his heel he pushes it and he pulls the guy's trunk over his foot. So the referee's kind of, do you give up? Do you give up? And then the, the mask guy jumps on the other side. Do you give up? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks at him, looks back at his ankle, looks at him, looks at back at his ankle, look at him. The waistband, <gasps> the waistband on his tights <laughs> is, is caught on his toe, yeah, and it's it's holding it back, yeah. I think it said it was like the greatest submission hold ever or something like that. That's the title of that. that yeah, that was, that was great. Mike, anyone else you li- you really li- you really like seeing in the CWC? No, but I think Hibushi's going to win it. Zack Saber Jr. I still am standing by <coughs> Zack Saber Jr. He's the he's the big baby face, but the finals is gonna the finals of that show is gonna be you can't you won't it's, go, it's gonna be Saber and and, and it's gonna be an incredible match and I cannot wait I cannot wait anything more in the CWC you want to talk about <laughs> the uh, the CWC Control Center you like that you don't or, or you don't <laughs> like that it's just it's so lame. Yeah, it's so lame. I mean, <laughs> it's like poor Corey Graves. It's just like, yeah, everybody loves you, but let's just stand you over here in front of the screen. It's a control center, but you're just in front of a screen. Yeah, There's yeah, nothing yeah. else in there. <laughs> well, let's get to Raw last night. Uh, this was one of the best Raws I've seen in a quite a long time. It's one of the best ones I've read about in a long time because I <laughs> hardly watch them live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, it 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 opened up with all four of the members of the Fatal 4-Way in the ring, cutting promos. Every promo I thought cut was well done. Big Cass stayed his own in there with Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. You know, he had some quick one-liners like that. Seth Rollins was cutting a great promo. Kevin Owens killed it as always, and then Roman Reigns was there too. (laughs) (laughs) Let me pull up some raw results here because, you know. Speaking of promos, what did y'all think about that? Miz promo when he started going off on Daniel Bryan on that, talking smack. That was that was awesome. That was. I mean, it was all a work, but it was it was completely a work. Right. But at the same time, as it's happening, you can't tell if it's a work or not. Looking back on it, you, that's one of those things. Like you look back on it, you're like, ah, that's a work. Okay, right. it's okay now. That's a that's a work. <laughs> but then, like as it's happening, you're going, holy shit! You know, he's really going off on the guy. <laughs> That's kind of like everything Brock Lesnar does now. Yeah, you don't, you know, when as you're watching it, it's like, did he just go off script? Is he really just saying, you know, fuck everybody and I'm Say doing what I want? Stupid, Paulie. Yeah. <laughs> um, the show, the show actually opened up with a tribute to Mr. Fuji. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rest in peace, the, sir. Yeah, the man, and Mr. Fuji. Just the throwing. I remember him, th- you know, throwing the salt. When yep. I w- when I was a kid, I remember him managing Yokozuna. Same was here, one of the last here. times I remember seeing him. But then, like, the times before that, he was managing Orient Express. 
Yep. And I think he also mm-hmm. ma- he did some managing for Owen Hart too when Owen Hart was a heel because him him and Yokozuna would him and Yokozuna team. Yeah. being team yeah, yeah that might yeah I see that on yeah. the network they do have the uh, some of the Fuji Vice Fuji Vice oh I love <laughs> Don <laughs> Morocco yeah yeah they were sh- and they showed some of that during the Raw and I, I yeah. got we got a kick out of that oh that's so funny so yeah they opened up uh, with this thing it was hosted by Corey Graves um, and uh, just. Great promos all around. Something Kevin Owens says with Sami Zayn filing out of the way, I can concentrate on the Universal Championship. Um, then we get into a match: Jericho versus Neville. Jericho, I'll, this character he's doing now, this pompous. This is the best work he's so, done in somebody a long made time. A, yeah, somebody made a comment uh, that I liked uh, that I saw. Uh, he, they said uh, Jericho is looking more and more like a art collector every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, one thing they're doing backstage is when he's in an interv- interview with Tom Phillips, he mm-hmm. always just calls him just a random name. Yeah, and it, yeah, and that it, was great a couple weeks ago when him and uh, Owens were doing that. They call him like Steve. They didn't stick with one either. They just kept calling yeah, him different ca- names. I love that. Like, the, the first time he did it, like the first time he did it, he was like I think Owens was like. Yeah, Robert, and then, like, you know, Jericho picked up on it, and then he said one, I was like, okay, I see what they're doing now. And then the last one, Jericho was like, Nathaniel? <laughs> um, Jericho, in this match with Neville, the finish, brought back the Lion Tamer. Not not the not the walls of Jericho, the Lion t- The knee was on Neville's knee was face. was on, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he got the tap out. After that, Bailey, and this was awesome. Um, Bailey and the New Day set up a six-person tag match, mm-hmm. and this this promo, done it. hey, we want some Bailey. <laughs> hey. I, I don't know if you guys can you hear that. Yeah, I've got the video going right now. I I love you can buy bootios now. Yeah. I love Kofi comes out throwing <laughs> bootios to the crowd. He <laughs> <laughs> gets interrupted by Dana Brooke. <laughs> she ruins everything. Yep. You know, I was telling. Um, it's the new WCW ruins everything. Dana Brooke ruins everything. <laughs> I, was, I was and I was telling Abby this. Um, I was right. I'm going to toot my own horn. I said Bailey's entrance would look fucking incredible on Monday Night Raw. Yep. And it does. The colors pop. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're already starting to see kids sprinkled through the crowd wearing Bailey yep. T-shirts. And I guarantee you, you give it. I'm going to make a bold statement here. Six months to a year, Bailey's going to be selling just as much merch as John Cena to kids. Easily. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's incredible. If I, she isn't already. She's got to be up there, but, you know, <clears throat> she's giving hugs all around. I love the inflating tube men and stuff like that. But we got that promo, and it looks like um, Dana, Brooke, and Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson were going to take on New Day and Bailey. Um, there was somebody quite upset that Dana Brooke was with. Luke and Luke Gallows. Yes, I saw that uh, Twitter war between uh, her and Amber O'Neill all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, Amber O'Neill. Mm. Well, you know what her last name is, don't you? Yes. Gallows. Gallows. The, bu- the original Bullet Babe. You yeah. Know? Mm. That would have, and I even tweeted tweeted that out like, yeah, the bu- Bullet Babe should have been more involved with this. than. 
After that, we got another uh, squash match. I love that they're doing this with Nia Jax. <laughs> I love a couple of weeks ago she did one where she just threw a girl on the outside, mm-hmm. and her, she, you could hear her say, "Count her out. She's dead." <laughs> 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 she dead. <laughs> uh, George says Bailey's entrance looks incredible on the new stage. The battleground entrance just just uh, just okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree yeah. with that. It looks better with Raw. The colors just everything just works well. So we got another squash match. You know they're keeping. They keep feeding these people Nia Jax, which is awesome. Um, then we get a promo from Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. About the old farts. Uh, old fart. Um, and then it ends with Nurse Dana coming in and slapping a glove on her mm-hmm. hand. And <laughs> You know, th- they could do so much better with with Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson look like they're having fun, I guess. But mm. After that, we got Sammy J- Zayn versus Jinder Mahal. Um, it's just a quick filler match. And Sami Zayn gets the win with the Haluva kick. Mm-hmm. New Day and Bailey versus Gallows, Anderson and Dana Brooke. Bailey plays with the crowd a lot. I mean, it was a fun match. Um, let's see. New Day rocks, and they want some Bailey. Uh, great Bailey looked great. You know, I think um, Bailey got the win with the Bailey to belly on Dana. And then after that, we got uh, Sheamus versus Cesaro, best of seven series match two with Sheamus getting another win. And I don't know if it's a work or a shoot, but they're saying Cesaro may have hurt his back in this match. Yeah. So we'll several see. contusions. Yep. Yep. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. <laughs> uh, video. Then they actually did a video. They opened up the show with just uh, in memory of right. Mr. Fuji. Then they showed... The video tribute, and that's where they showed the Fuji Vice. Fuji and, Vice. <laughs> and, uh, so it's great. Braun Strowman comes out for his squash match against a guy named Americo. Um, I mean, it's just, he beat him up, beat him bad. Americo uh, was actually in TCW. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Oh, cool. Um, and he is wrestling pretty prominently in Texas. Good. Uh, on mm. a lot of independent shows in Texas. He's a very, very accomplished uh Cruiserweight style wrestler, and uh, after the match, Braun Strowman gave him the ultimate insult and removed his mask. Oh, after the oh. match, after he destroyed him. <laughs> oh. uh, then Stephanie and Paul Heyman come out, and Stephanie demands an apology. Um, one of the funny things of this match, they uh, Heyman showed up to pay Brock Lesnar's five hundred dollar fines in one one hundred dollars in ones. Yeah, in ones. It started counting them out, and, or- and Stephanie <laughs> just slapped him out of his hand. You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember a promo Jericho cut one time with the 700 loop moves? One armbar. Oh, give me the when he was uh, wrestling the, Dean Malenko yeah, and he had the 1001 or 1007 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, dude. and he just unrolled that long thing <laughs> and started listing all the moves he knew. And then it, it, then it, came back from commercial break and he was and still, he was still reading. Yeah, <laughs> that's what this kind of reminded me of with Heyman throwing ones out there. Um, so he gets to apologize, but it looks like that story's still going on. Titus O'Neil and Darren Young had a match. I'm glad. Did you last week? Titus O'Neil grabbed a mic and cut probably the second worst promo ever in the WWE <laughs> next to the mustache promo, and it's close to being the mustache promo. I mean, it was just <laughs> bad. You know, he was jumbling. His I fully words. expect him to be start being like, "You gonna learn today?" Well, you know, <laughs> was, they, they have Titus O'Neil in a heel role. It's not working for him. No, it's he, not. He he's too nice of a guy. You know, you hear all these stories about how he's this awesome father and stuff like that. And a heel roll just isn't one for him. Then we go, we see Steph and Mick talking backstage. Uh, all associates are banned from the ringside for this four-corner or four fatal four-way match. 
It's an elimination match. You got Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Big Cass. Um, we didn't know it was an elimination match until like an hour before Raw. Mm-hmm. But man, it comes out. Reigns was throwing Superman punches all over the place. You know, the mm-hmm. action was awesome. Big Cass was the first to be eliminated. And eventually in the match, Triple tell, H. No, hang on, hang on. Tell me, tell me how Big Cass got eliminated. Oh, now you're going to have to. Uh, <coughs> Sorry. Owens, Owens, <laughs> Owens hit him with a frog splash. Okay. But but Big Cass looked great in the match. Mm-hmm. He had some good spots where he threw some, you know, if someone was standing on the apron, he threw a, a big boot, got him out off the mat. I mean, he he didn't look out of place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had for, a get match. eliminated. Reigns, um, Triple H came out, pedigreed him, threw him back in the ring. Ah, okay. And uh, Rollins pinned him, I guess? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, to, and then um, Triple H throws Kevin Owens into the ring, mm-hmm. gets in, gets Rollins, tells Rollins to get in the ring, and mm-hmm. when Rollins approaches, turns around. Pedigrees t- him. Pedigrees. And, and he looks at right. And the word the- on the, sh- the word is... Two people knew what was going to happen in this match. Yeah. Triple H and Seth Rollins. This was on the Taz show today, but it was when Triple H picks up Kevin Owens to roll him in the ring, he says, you're going over, and throws Kevin Owens in the ring. Really? So I'm going to show you the clip. You can you can hear it. If you, I want you, and if you watch it, you'll kind of see that his, um, of course, an ad with this video. Of, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why would we ever but watch I want a you video to watch, and not I'll, watch an ad? <laughs> so here's so here's Big Cass. Like I said, Big Cass did not look out of place in this match at all. The day they take Michael Cole off of commentary. We're having a party. <laughs> Superman punch. People booing Reigns, of course. Hopefully, this will have the end of the match. This, like the middle of it. There. Oh yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens delivers a, a an awesome frog splash. I think. Yes, he does. So, like I said, strong showing from Cass this match. He didn't look out of place at all. It looked great. Now Roman Reigns about to start throwing spears and super punches all around. That spear he gave Rusev at SummerSlam. Holy hell. Yeah, that was a good looking. looking. Yeah, because Rusev jumped Rusev before jumped. he got hit. So, he jumped I mean, that into was, it, yeah. but at the same time, that's a hell of a hit yeah. to take. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's Triple H. So at this point, the crowd is going nuts. I'm going nuts. Like, what the hell's going on? And at first, I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, here comes Seth Rollins going over. I like how Roman is kind of giving him dead weight because it makes it look a little bit better. Crowd going crazy because Roman Reigns <laughs> because is, Reigns is out. Yeah. Now, now this is where it gets. This is when it gets real interesting. If they don't turn Roman Reigns in the next two weeks, so watch Kevin Owens' reaction here. 
That's where Mike laughs. <laughs> Something. See this reaction. That just, reaction there is awesome. So awesome. At this point, I'm going nuts, but I can't scream too loud <laughs> because I got the baby. And I, but I, and, I, and, and you can see his reaction here. He's just he. He doesn't. He had no idea, and Mick, Fo- Mick Foley didn't know yeah. what was going on. And you know, <laughs> Stephanie was acting was putting over afterwards that she didn't know either. I'm telling you, I think the only two that know are him and Seth Rollins. Incredible moment. This is this was how you end a wrestling show because what happens next week now? Mm-hmm. The guy with the dad bod is your new WWE yep. Universal Champion. Dad bod. And his t-shirt <laughs> for breakfast. In his, <laughs> his t-shirt and his and his basketball shorts. Kevin Owens is now your WWE Universal Champion, which. That was a hell Which of a coincidentally, way Coincidentally, t-shirts at, and basketball shorts is exactly what I'm wearing right now. So. <laughs> look, at, look at the stare. So you're going to be champion soon. Look, at, look yeah. at this stare down. Bet- I paused it at the perfect moment. Look at this stare down between Triple H and Mick Foley. I mean, that's seriously like, what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah, on here? Like, what the hell? So, and then she, he just kind of gave Stephanie a glance. Um, so that was Raw. Let's get into some news and notes here. The biggest news that was just announced recently, Del Rio. That was just announced like an hour ago. Yeah, a little well, bit. Well, they ago. already pulled at this point. They've already pulled him off any. Future yeah, they'd shows. already pulled him off yeah. and everything. Um, and it looks like he is no longer going to be with the WWE. So it's going to be interesting to see where he ends back up. You got Lucha Underground. He could possibly go over to Japan. They're saying TNA is going to make a pretty big offer. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. T- Alberto Del Rio versus Moose. Hmm. Hmm. That could actually be a Del Rio when he was in Lucha Underground. He was killing it because he wasn't. <coughs> Hampered by the WWE style, right? So, we'll see what happens there with him. Word is Orton versus Lesnar two is going to be happening. Interesting to see how they go with that match. Um, I hopefully at a live event. Not yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> They're basically like at a house show, or is this going to be one of the special like network events? Yep, yep. Which you know, which you know, with SmackDown Raw, these murder in Michigan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Road, roadblock, homicide in New Hampshire. <laughs> Bo Dallas was recently kicked off a plane for being really drunk and singing the Lion songs from the Lion yeah, King. I think he's singing Circle, Circle of, of Life. life. <laughs> and, and, and didn't this happen in Dallas? Did it really? Yeah, well, that's I weird. think that's what I saw. Yeah. So, so we'll probably be seeing something about him being suspended soon. There was something about Seth Rollins on that same flight. Like, he got bumped from the flight and he was being a dick about it or something. Yeah, the, the, I read or, something like like everything about, you know, Bo Dallas, like, you know, being drunk and singing Lion King and, you know, standing up and just just looking horrible. You know, everybody yeah. thought he was dangerous. And then, like, there was just one random line. And Rollins is apparently a dick. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <all it's> <laughs> Um, but his wife was with him too (laughs) and his wife was just kind of sitting there from all reports kind of going yeah you're kind of being loud and obnoxious shut the hell up right now please (laughs) you know and then there he goes getting bumped from the flight 
Ryback. And I'm sure she was like, well, I'm going home and you're not. <laughs> Ryback recently stated in a podcast interview that Vince McMahon told him he was going to have a match with Joey Styles. Uh, Joey, <laughs> Joey Styles, yes. Oh, Joey Styles. I'm so tired. Oh, my God. <laughs> with, with, he's going to have a match with AJ Styles and that Vince McMahon told him he is going to squash the little twerp. You know, Ryback here recently, I, that's something I just don't believe. They paid a lot of money to bring AJ Styles in. They're not going to have him go out. I think they were throwing around creative ideas in him, and that's just something random that was said. Well, the, yeah, Ryback seems real bitter over how everything... I don't think he's bitter. I think he's disillusioned. Okay. Which uh, WWE will do that to an indie worker. Well, we'll you see. Know, it. Which I don't know why at this point he's decided to become disillusioned, yeah. you know, because he's worked for the company for... What five, six, uh, seven years now? He was part of now? the Nexus. Yeah, yeah. So I That's mean, when he came in. I don't understand why at this point all of a sudden he decides to become disillusioned with the whole wrestling business because well, no, every, everybody plays their part. You know, he's talking about wins and losses and all this other stuff and everything. It's work, dude. Yeah. Well, he was in a recent indie show. I want to say it was like a Lucha Libre event somewhere where he destroyed some little luchador. Mm-hmm. Um. So who knows? We'll see him. We'll see in TNA Ryback or Ryback. <laughs> video of him ordering at Burger King, and his first line, of course, was, "Yes, I want to be fed more." <laughs> George says in the chat room, "You have to remember, AJ even said when he got there, he heard he was considered a mid card guy at best. I'm glad he has proven them wrong, and mm-hmm. he's going to. He is about to be the face of SmackDown because I think he's going to beat Dean Ambrose. What's yeah. What's saving AJ is his reaction from." You know the reaction he got at Royal Rumble when he came through oh, the curtain. That pop, yeah. That alone, if if I'm I'm pretty sure Vince heard that alone and was like, "Wow, okay, well we got to do something with this guy." Yeah. Did you see the video from the draft when they told when AJ Styles got told Gallus and Anderson got drafted to Raw? No. Oh, you could see it in his face. AJ was just heartbroken. That yeah. Going to get to travel with those guys. <laughs> uh, it looks like the WWE and Goldberg have initiated conversations for Goldberg to come back to the WWE. It may be a while before that happens because he just, he said in another interview recently he just had double knee replacement surgery. Yeah, so he had some surgery I, that he was out you know, for a while. But I honestly couldn't see him coming back in a wrestling role. One match, maybe. As long as it's not against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and that's the one he that's wants. The one that's pretty much, <laughs> that's the one that's pretty much everybody's going to want to see, I think. Oh, that match was just so bad. But, but, that was, it, that, but the, the, whole, the whole thing behind that match was everybody knew they were leaving. Yeah. So yeah, nobody yeah. was giving them the time of day. Well, that you know? and, they, and, and they both knew they were leaving, and they didn't care. They didn't care. <laughs> the crowd didn't care. Stone Cold didn't care. How bad is it that uh, Goldberg may be coming back now that Ryback's gone? Darn, that's a, that's a dream match we could have had. That'd be a good, yeah. Uh, George says not just the Royal Rumble reaction, but AJ's merch sold out in one night. Yep. That was all, yep, yep. I'm sure it sells out on a nightly basis. Oh, yeah. Some more news and notes. Um, it looks like we're going to get a final deletion too, which yeah. I would love to see how they're going to top final deletion because now in TNA, a total deletion? do you still watch TNA? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now Jeff Hardy has kind of been broken too. Yeah, he's is, broken. Yeah. And now, now he's obsolete. So are we going to get a total deletion? Yeah. Are we <laughs> going to get a, a hard drive format? Like, <laughs> well, it's going to be like Final Destination. It's not the final one. Now, they just keep going on and on. Now describe what, what Jeff Hardy's doing now that he's been broken and obsolete and all that. He's basically coming out like almost like a zombie. Uh-huh. I mean, he's even got like you know a couple like crazy contacts in, like the one completely wipes out his eye. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, the yeah. pictures of that. <laughs> but know? it's it's weird seeing Jeff Hardy like this 
Because then, like, when he comes out, it honestly reminds me of when he came out for that match against Sting where he was completely fucked up, like, legit. <laughs> I'm like, wow, well, they're really he, doing this? At least, at least he has experience acting that <laughs> exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get to see hear Matt Hardy on Jericho? No. Talk as Jericho? He did the whole interview in Broken Matt Hardy character. And, the, and he's adding so much backstory <laughs> to this character about how... You know, he, he's talked to Jericho's soul, and your soul apparently is immortal, and your body, it just transfers to your body, and you have to remember it. And he asks, like, oh, yeah, well, what was my soul earlier, or something like that? And he's like, oh, you were in the 1700s, and you were a lumberjack in Canada, or something <laughs> like that. And uh, Oh, look, a wonderful xylophone. <laughs> but, it, you know, he talks about the seven deities and how the, dilapid- God, man. the dilapidated yeah. boat was a gift from the seven deities <laughs> to protect him, and... And Vanguard One is not just a dr- it's not a drone it's a it, it's a living thing with a soul. They said somebody started a delete chant at SummerSlam at some point. I I, I don't remember hearing it, but uh, somebody in the crowd said somebody started a delete chant at some point. It's, it's incredible that Matt Hardy has turned everything around. Yeah, and it, and and he's sticking to a character. He's keeping kayfabe, you know. Wouldn't that be the shit though if they showed up at one of the shows just randomly? Yeah. Golly. But TNA has gotten weird again. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole broken Hardys, the decay, and uh, Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Like, what, are they, what are they doing with those two? <laughs> Rosemary, like, she started, she got this crush on Bram. And Who is Bram? Just, he looks like a Viking. Okay. But he's, I think he's, uh, I think he's actually from Britain. Okay. But, uh, I mean, real big powerhouse type guy. But it was a weird pairing that, you know, they just started, like, making out one day, which is weird. Okay. And then they did this whole thing, which you could tell it was kind of because of the success of the final deletion, that he take like, she takes him to, like, this farm or something that she grew up on i think i remember seeing that and, and doesn't he isn't he kind of like hey we're just friends don't kind of yeah know. yeah basically but she's telling the story and they're showing like the whole backstory of like how she got crazy and there was this tree that she was talking to and it was telling her stuff and i yeah I, that's all i can say i think if you'd have watched the credits you would have seen produced by matt hardy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i wonder if this has a lot to uh of him due to um Billy Corgan, Billy Corgan. Over. If if the if if they're just if he's going through more ideas, yeah, because he I, is he's officially the president now of yeah, TNA, and I, and I think Dixie Carter's reportedly yeah, they're, they're saying done. Dixie what? Carter may be like gone. She Good. needs to be. Good. She's the one. TNA was actually. If you have a fresh start like that, you need to get rid of anybody who was well, in the prior him, regime. You know, Jeff Jarrett. Um, uh, Jeff Jarrett built somewhat successful I would TNA. love to see Jeff Jarrett come back and just rule that company mm-hmm. man because yeah. uh, when Jarrett was running it he was running it successfully right is Eli Eli Skipper what is Eli it? Drake Eli Drake is he still doing the dummy you yeah. um how what what's what's the latest with the the miracle he's awesome he's just great he when when I heard he was leaving uh ROH in New Japan I was like, NXT's got to pick them yeah. up. They would be awesome in NXT. But, uh, and they just did a thing. Bobby Lashley was going around collecting championships. He was the, he's the yeah. TNA heavyweight champion. And then he beat somebody. I don't remember who it was. And then he ended up winning. It was actually a, like a X division match. He won the X division championship. 
and then he beat James Storm for the King of the Mountain Championship, which nobody even knows what that yeah I've <laughs> that never understood championship that title. is. But then he's like holding all those championships and demanding all this stuff, and then he's like, you know what? I don't even need a couple of these championships, so they just like got rid of them. And now they're going to have other people just wrestle for those championships. Like, he just kind of gave them up. Wow. And aren't they bringing in some new title over there? Some, like, MMA-based title or something I don't know. like that? But uh, speaking of which, you know, Bobby Lashley does still do MMA yeah, for yeah. Bellator. Yeah. And they're actually – he's actually going to be fighting here in Memphis in, oh. uh, I think, November. Cool. October or November. Where's that oh. at? At the Forum. Really? Wow. Yeah. They're doing Bellator fights at the Forum. Wow. So, rounding out news and notes here, I wanted to get into a couple of local wrestling shows we have here going on in Memphis. Six, September 16th, MEW is back with their Super 6 tourney over at 4050 North Watkins. I believe they said, it said Thomas Street, but I think it's still in the same old building over there. Yeah, that's the old. That's the same address as uh, the last show they had. Yep. So, yeah. um, featuring Alan Steele. Mm-hmm. Brandon Espinoza, mm-hmm. of course, Derek King, mm-hmm. Chris Lex, mm-hmm. and Tattoo, <coughs> and I think they're going to have one other. I think this. Uh, I think I saw Dustin Starr on a post. Oh, and Dustin, yeah, Dustin Starr is going to be on there. He is going to get mad at me for. You better put Dustin on You would. You would. You would think, being that he is their champion right now, that he is going to be involved. That should be a great tournament. I love all six. All everyone on this card. I love. Mm-hmm. I love I, I love watching tattoo wrestle because I think I saw online that you know tattoo was added last and now they've got to find a special like yeah, somebody so else is going to show know up somebody, you know to even out the bracket basically but it's not six anymore it's going to be eight now so that's mm. September sixteenth then October second Memphis Lucha Libre Wrestling this show is going to be awesome. It's got one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. He wrestles for Lucha Underground. He is Cerro Miedo. He has Cerro Miedo. He is Pentagon Jr. And he is going to be in Memphis wrestling for Memphis Lucha Libre. Antonio Garza is going to be there. Nice. I'm sure Dustin Starr and, you know, all your local Memphis Lucha Libre favorites, you know, all those MEW guys, Derek King will probably be there. Who knows? Maybe we'll even get to see a most Eagle signing. <laughs> he was at the last Memphis Lucha Libre event. He took on Duke Warfield. Really? Yeah, it was a good match too. Uh, Duke's moved to Spain now. Is he actually in Spain? Yeah, he's now? actually oh, no. in Rota, Spain. We now, were going to yeah. record last Thursday, and I was going to have Duke come on, but I I had so much going on, mm-hmm. and we're going to get Duke on here in a little bit. I want to talk to him, see how things are going for him. I love Duke. He's a yeah, great guy. I, I'm uh, friends with him on Facebook. I'm seeing all these pictures from Spain about their new their new house, their new schools and stuff, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Everything's like, wow. <laughs> yep, that's Spanish architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead. Mike, you got a Memphis Wrestling moment picked out there? Yes, I do. This has been a long episode. Yes, but it it's been well yeah. needed. Hey. And then we'll get George Superstar. Of the, go ahead and get your Superstar of the Week ready. August 30th, 1982. <clears throat> this is the Back to school special. Yeah. Yay school. Yay. <laughs> Not do that. Uh, that's a hot wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, start from the bottom. Bobby Fulton versus Enforcer. Buddy Landell versus Dream Machine. Stan Lane versus The Angel. WWA World Tag Team Title Match: Spike Huber and Steve Regal versus Dennis Condry and Carl Fergie. Oh wow! <clears throat> Southern Tag Team Title Match: No Time Limit, No Disqualification. 
Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton versus Steve Kern and Terry Taylor. Uh, pole Bullwhip match. Bullwhip on top of 10-foot pole. Bill Dundee versus Dutch Mantel. I would have liked to have seen that one. Dutch Mantel wins. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with a bullwhip, Dutch Mantel wins. Main event, Southern Heavyweight title match, Jerry Lawler versus Kamala with Jimmy Hart. Lawler beats Kamala. Jerry Lawler is keeping his Southern Heavyweight title. Lawler whipped Kamala by disqualification in the featured match at the Mid-South Coliseum last night before a crowd of 5,845. Other results... Carl Fergie stopped Bobby Fulton. Dennis Condry and Robert Gibson battled to a draw. Uh, Steve Regal, Spike Huber retained their titles against Buddy Landell. Tag team champions were crowned when Steve Kern and Terry Taylor beat Sweet Brown and Sugar, Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton, and Bill Dundee kept his win streak alive by defeating Dutch Mantel. Ah, what? You were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Well, guys, we like we've been talking for a while. This has been a long episode. It's been great talking to you guys. I've missed you guys. Um, as we like to end every episode, we like to do superstar of the week. So, guys, Ashy, who is your superstar of the week? God, I miss doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Americos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, our indie guys are getting good exposure on Raw. Yeah. Okay, I don't give a shit if they're getting squashed by some seven foot tall dude hey man you gotta you know? be doing something for the WWE to pick you to take on Braun Strowman which is becoming a big part of Raw yeah, yeah. Mike Bobby Roode Bobby the Rude. glorious one glorious <laughs> I won't give in I won't give in I just have people call me and then I don't answer the phone yeah. just so I can listen to that so that's why you never answer the phone just basically <laughs> stand up in the middle of your office and hold your hands up in yep. the air glorious <clears throat> George in his superstar of the week says Kevin freaking Owens and I have to go with Kevin motherfucking <laughs> Owens. Your new WWE Universal Champion, the fat guy in a t-shirt and basketball <laughs> shorts. Somebody mentioned my name? <laughs> <laughs> I did say the fat guy, Dan, not the dad. I'm the fat guy. I've gained 30 pounds since I quit wrestling. But uh, also, also like secondary superstar of the week since it's been a while, Nakamura. Nakamura, yes. that's a good yeah. Yeah. Yes. George, in his honorable mention, says New Bay. <laughs> New, New Bay. Bay. As in New Bay Rocks. New, New Bay Rocks. Bay <laughs> New Bailey. Well, folks, thank you for joining us. Thank you to Blog Talk Radio dot com for hosting our episode this has been the oversell podcast